Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A hotel recap of the 2023 NCAA Championship Wrestling Mindset. What an unbelievable NCAAs as it is every year. We got a lot of lessons for you right here. There was a lot of takeaways. Yeah, what a great weekend. This is the place you got to be. The NCAA tournament doesn't get better than that in wrestling. College wrestling, really anything, even international wrestling. Obviously, the Olympics is, is the biggest deal in, in wrestling, but there's nothing like the NCAA championships. The greatest event in USA wrestling, that's for sure. So make sure you, your family, your team, your coaches next year, you're coming out. Pretty soon it's coming back to Philly, so we want to see you there. All right, so I guess we got to start with the, the elephant in the room. Spencer Lee, you know, obviously a guy going for his fourth NCAA title. Um, going into this tournament, everyone probably looked at him as the most dominant wrestler, right? I would say he was the favorite for the Hodge Trophy going into this weekend, you know, almost pinning everyone. And... Um, so, yeah, he loses a heartbreaker in the semifinals, and as we see, it's like he withdrew from the competition, medical medical forfeited out of the tournament. So I'd say let's let's start there. Yeah, so, and, and of course, you hear people chirping on both sides, and this goes back, I, th I think, back to the Olympics a few years ago with Simone Biles, where she pulled out claiming some kind of mental illness, not mental illness, but like, you know, hardship or something. So, and then people judging both sides, and for me, the way I like to look at it is for us, uh, you know, we're, we're taught in our faith not to judge, and that means not judging for the good or for the bad. We could judge actions, but we don't necessarily know it's, we don't know it's in other people's hearts. So we just don't know what the story is. We know it's, we'll start with things we do know. Number one, he had an incredibly difficult loss. Um, more painful than probably anyone, any one of you has ever watched this, certainly us, that we've ever gone through. That was bad. I mean, that was really a real big heartbreaker. He was a massive favorite. Everyone would have predicted him to win. He was the only number one seed who wasn't in the finals. And if everyone had to pick a sure number one seed, it would have probably been him. So incredibly painful loss. Also, we know probably if he was in the finals, he would have been wrestling. And that's what everyone's really talking about there. Yeah, yeah if he's in the finals, obviously he's going to wrestle that match, right? So then you look at... Well, if he's in the finals and would have wrestled, why, why not can, you know, finish things off and wrestle back for your team and for yourself? And some people think he owes it to us, which I disagree with. I don't think Spencer Lee owes anything to the sport of wrestling. The, the sport of wrestling. I think he's, he's done enough. He's proven himself. He, you know, I think it seems like he's a guy that almost everyone loves, right? It's like he's a guy that like, he seems like he lives a good lifestyle. He does things right. Um, the, the downside is when you see when he loses, everyone's going crazy. And it almost seems like everyone's rooting against him. And I, I don't think that's what it is. I think just everyone is, is in shock and awe that he actually lost the match. And people looking to be entertained. We brought this up on our fan fest to, to a bunch of people. Listen, no, this goes back to what our coach told us back in high school 
Uh, Donner and Studo would say, listen, nobody cares about you. They're going to be with you when you're winning. They're going to be against you when you're losing. Any of you have wrestled in big matches before, if you were the heavy favorite, you know the whole place goes nuts and it feels like everyone's against you. In that moment when Spencer Lee got pinned, it seemed like the entire arena was against him and even to some extent had a personal grudge against him, which of course we all know is not the case, but that's what it feels like. Meanwhile, he goes on to win his fourth NCAA championship. Everyone's patting him on the back. Everyone's taking pictures with him, calling him, I don't know, I don't know about calling him the goat, but basically, you know, really elevating him on a pedestal. A goat. A, a, a goat and thinking about, you know, great, great things with him. So the point is, you can't care about what other people are thinking and what's going on in your mind. You need to make the best decisions for yourself. The big question is, did Spencer Lee make the, the right decision for himself? We don't know. Do you know how hurt he was? I don't know. And also, what about his future goals? We, we really don't know. You know, is he looking to go into coaching? Is he, is he looking to win Olympic medals? It's like, you know, there's a big difference risking it when you're going for your fourth NCAA title, but risking something, you know, two, two matches after that for, you know, to take third, it's like it's a little bit different. And, and we all know that. Yeah. And, and you know that, too, at home. OK, there's, there's a lot of haters out there who are who are like, you know, just ripping him a new one for, for all this. But it's like you and they're like, oh, you, you know, he would have definitely wrestled. You know, there's a difference between going for gold versus grinding out two hard matches when, in fact, again, you don't know how badly he's hurt. Maybe his, maybe his ACL was torn the night before. I don't know. But the point is, we're not looking to judge him in either direction, and neither should you. What you should be doing is trying to learn all the lessons you can from Spencer Lee and all these people, and just how hard it is to win a fourth NCAA championship. That kid Ramos was tough. Obviously, Gloria's tough, too. They're all tough out there. The, the number, the sheer number of one or two-point quarterfinals and semifinals matches should tell you that anyone could get beat. Yanni almost got beat. RBY almost got beat and did get beat in the finals badly. And that's this is where you just you just see it's it's really anyone's game and that's why the mindset is so important. Even if you're Spencer Lee, you know, I'm sick and tired for one of, of parents coming up to us saying, Oh, my kid doesn't need mindset, my kid's good mentally. It's like, what are you talking about? It, you, you sound you sound ignorant to me because you're you do need mindset training. All these guys need to be working on their mindset, the the extreme pressure. And if you came to the arena, you would see just how electric it is there. And to maintain that composure over a three a three day tournament, it's tough. It it just doesn't get easier. You know, you'd think a guy like Yanni going for his fourth NCAA title by now, it's like he's teching and pinning everyone. And you see, it's like his semifinal no. match, his finals match. It's like he had to bring it against Van Ness. He really had to bring it in the finals against Sasso. Shout out to those guys for competing at such a high level. But it's like if he's not doing things right mentally, physically, and emotionally, it's like he could have lost. Right, you see what happened to Spencer Lee. You see what happened to Fix. You see what you know. RBY and it's like, and these guys are great wrestlers. You know, it's not taking anything away from them. It's just it doesn't get easier just because you won two before and you're and you're a senior now. Here's you know? the thing: there's there's different, and this is why we say the importance of mindset training. There's different mental parameters each year. Because, okay, as a freshman, it's your first year in college. As a senior, it's your last year in college. Those, that's a little bit different. One, you're not used to being on campus in the college life. Now you're extremely, now, now people are calling you Grandpa Mike. Shout out to Mike Emery, right? And there's a lot of wrestlers out there who are Grandpa Mikes. Uh, the physical parameters are a little bit different. You're banged up one year. You're, health, you're a little bit healthier now. Um, certain moves are clicking one year and certain moves aren't clicking another year. And people have you scouted out a little bit more. The, the physical parameters are different. Also, your life circumstances are different. No one talks about that. You have no idea what's going on in this ki these kids' lives, who, who died on them, what's going on with someone's family, um, who's having a crisis of faith 
or just difficulty finding what, what their long-term trajectory is, right? If you're going to be a coach versus if you're going for the Olympics, you're going to make different decisions. If you're looking to be a doctor or a lawyer or something else, you're going to make different decisions and it all has an impact on you. And you're thinking about these different factors in different proportions each year. That's why mindset is so important. You need it if you're going to maximize your potential and to be relatively happy when you're doing it. That's right. I think the next topic is looking at the probably the two most dominant wrestlers in the tournament. Definitely in the finals, you have Carter Starachi, and then you have you have Vito from Cornell, who is the most outstanding wrestler. Two, one thing that you notice about both of these guys in their interviews after, they're looking at bigger and higher goals, right? So to to dominate such a high level of competition, Vito talked about it's like you know this was never the goal. It's it's a what do you say? It's a little it's check, check mark. It's a, it's a, check it's a little mark. check mark. But his goal, his dream is to win an Olympic gold medal. And then you hear Carter Starachi. He wants to win an Olympic gold medal and a UFC title. So they're looking at this as, as a stepping stone. You know, how do you dominate good competition? Well, you expect more of yourself. And that's why I'd say if you're a guy that, you know, wants to get on the podium and be an All-American, you better be training to be an NCAA champion. Otherwise, it's going to be really hard to break into that. So the guys that are dominating, you know, they're dominating because they're, they're looking at the next level. They want to do things beyond this. Yeah, my coach checked me with that when I was a freshman or sophomore at Rutgers. I was like, you know, I'd like to be an All-American. And he said, that's a BS goal. Darren Schulman, a two-time All-American from Syracuse, he said, that's a BS goal. He said, that's the difference between you and the Iowa kid or the Oklahoma State guy who's actually really looking to win uh, versus, oh, hey, I want to get on the podium, be like kind of an also-ran. Uh, you know, because it is so hard. And you have people who are looking to the next level, like, like Vito, like Starachi, and like many wrestlers out there. And if you're just trying to get on the podium, it's... It's like, you know, don't don't shoot for purgatory because you might just miss. That's the same thing. Don't shoot for just the podium because you might just miss. It's very, very hard. We've seen it many times where we talked about a few people. Who did we talk about? McDonough yesterday. Who was, he didn't place his senior year when he was a three-time. Three-time finals. Three-time three champ. But, but it's, you know, that, that's a lot of people. And it could have been other people this year too. So you you really need to be working on the mindset. It's it, it's hard. Yep. And listen to the interviews. I'll also say that a lot of the things we're getting are from listening to the interviews. You don't just watch the wrestling. Listen to what these people are saying because they're giving you an insight to their mindset. That's what we do, and it helped us build wrestling mindset. Yeah, speaking of interviews, I think of Aaron Brooks. It's like, listen, listen to his interview on TV. Listen to his interview, uh, USA Wrestling, on YouTube after, after the event. Talk about a guy with perspective. You know, he's talking all about his perspective. He's talking all about his faith. You know, it's like, a guy like that is able to perform at such a high level because he's keeping wrestling in perspective. You know, ultimately it's recreation. Like Kale said in his interview, it's like it's wrestling's a game. You know, it's an important game. It's his favorite game. But at the end of the day, wrestling is a game. And if you treat it like that, you're going to be able to perform a lot better than the people that are looking at this as, as life or death. We just saw an interview from Yanni uh, pretty recently where he was talking about that, that it was never about for him. Wrestling was never about just um, smashing people or making people tired. Like, of course, there's an element of that, but that wasn't the main thing for him. It was learn skills and be able to hit these moves better than his opponents in matches. It was fun. There was a, there was a certain playfulness and, and game about it. And you need that if you're going to succeed at a high level because if it's all just work, 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 and you're really not having fun and enjoying it, it's going to be real hard. It's hard either way. But Brooks, yeah, shout out to him. And then giving God the glory and talking and actually being more explicit, not just, you know, thanking God, bringing up the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's like that's 
That's unbelievable. It takes a lot of courage. And it shows that he had a plan. He was thinking about that going in, and he's reminding himself of that on a regular basis. It wasn't on the fly. We think back to our athletic career, where if, if we were interviewed after, after something, rarely even bringing up our, our faith in God, and that's because we were so keyed into the moment and, and thinking about things so myopically. You know how it is when you get into that zone in wrestling. This is all you could think about. You get that tunnel vision. Oh, well, that's why you don't beat a guy like Aaron Brooks, who's not tunnel vision just like that, but seeing the big picture and how it plays into uh, the eternities, as Kale Sanderson said. It's not life, it's, it's not life or death, and it's a, it's a small deal in the grand scheme of things. And that's our job, to remind our wrestlers of that, constantly pointing them to the big picture, because we know a lot of times their, their family, friends, coaches, and teammates aren't doing it. Yep. I think the next thing is just looking at the NCAAs as a whole, right? The, the event, you know, so we talk about listening to the interviews, obviously watch the matches, but then also just coming out here, there's nothing like it. You know, you have the Beat the Streets social, you have the Wrestlers and Business Network social. Fan fest. You know, a lot of, yeah, the Fan Fest. You just have, walk in the streets. You have all the, a lot of the college teams, they'll have a, a team social, right? So there's just a lot of people that you're seeing out here. We got to see a lot of our viewers. Thank you guys for coming up to us and, you know, grabbing us in the hallway, saying hi. We appreciate you guys as much as you guys appreciate us. So it's really cool to see people from around the country. You know, it's like we're we're in New Jersey, so we see we're a lot in New Jersey, Pennsylvania. But to see people across the country, that was a really awesome thing. Yeah, kind of a misunderstood thing about wrestling mindset. A lot of people will ask us, "Where's your office? How can we get to you?" And, and we say everything that we do is virtual. And this is even before COVID. For about a decade now, we've been entirely virtual. So all of our teams we work with, uh, we work with over Zoom, almost all of our teams, and all of our individuals we work with over the phone. So we have a lot of communication with you with a lot of you out there, but a lot of times there's, we don't actually see you in person. We can see there's some wrestlers that we've worked with for years, probably close to a decade, and we just saw you in person for the first time this week. I and mean, that's great. Like with Mason, that was the first time you saw him. I saw him before out in Wisconsin. Right. But we, and you know, the, as, as like Jeff said about the event, it's, you're, just, you're just driving down the roads and, and boom, there's Terry Steiner. Hey coach, how you doing? You know, it's, and you just see all these people. It's just, it's, it's a great event for wrestling. When we do thank all of our wrestling mindset, uh, clients and all of, our, all of our viewers here. We see you out here. You know, we appreciate it, you know coming over. We take pictures together by our stand and just and just floating around the arena. It's it's a great thing. And and really hearing the impact that wrestling mindset has had on you and these podcasts that fuels us. That's what makes us want to do this because we needed this when we were sitting in your shoes. I mean, anyone who says mindset training isn't important or just brushes it off, you have no idea. I mean, the messages that we get from the wrestlers, I and mean, we saw Anson the other day, uh, who, is, who wanted to, he said he wanted to quit the sport of wrestling, is an, is an Oregon state champ. Last year, he wanted to quit the sport of wrestling. This year, he won a state championship. He relates it a lot to watching these podcasts, working with the mindset coach. Um, one of Chad Parks' clients, one of our mindset coaches, Chad Parks, one of his clients, his name was, um, uh, from, he was from Oklahoma. Oklahoma, he, yeah. Yeah, so he, so he was out, him and his dad, and they were talking about how, how great it is working with him. And we hear the nicest things about our mindset coaches and taking the pictures and signing autographs, giving the books, different tournaments. So come out, make sure you come to the NCAA tournament and these kind of big events. There's so many people here. There's so much to learn. It gets you motivated. You know, here you are on the, on the line of um, you know, the concession stand, and boom, there's Nate Carr. And now you're having a conversation with a legend. And, and this happens, it's so common at the NCAA tournament, you really want to be around it, especially the kids. Because like we said, looking past the event, if your kid's looking to be a state champion and he's going to the NCAA tournament and they're seeing people like Spencer Lee get knocked off, Yanni winning one-point matches, they're saying, man, I could win my state tournament too. That's how the best think. 
So keep coming over, keep saying hi. And uh, oh, another one we we heard about one of our a guy who's a mindset or who, uh, he's a coach, but he he had his biggest kill ever for hunting elk hunting. He came over to us and he said he went back to his mindset lessons. He said he you know, one of the bigger elks that he's ever seen. And he was hunting and the guy spotted the range for him from behind him, his buddy, his partner. And he said he started getting really nervous. And he went back to the mindset lessons and he showed us the picture of that moose and the antlers and that hanging up on his wall now. So they're applying it to life. And the Poway coach. We well, I'd say first that wrestlers yeah. in business, so you talk about applying it to life. Wrestlers in Business Network had a huge social, you know, really big deal from two to five in between the, the medal round and the NCAA finals. We were sponsors for the event, and you see people that are looking, they're looking at wrestling as, it's, it's for life, right? So we're using wrestling to build virtue and character. And Mike Moyer over there, the, you know, the president of, the head of uh, Wrestlers and Business Network and the NWCA, you know, really passionate about not just helping people win national titles, let's get them some jobs, let's get them business. So you have people that are working together, people, wrestlers want to do business with wrestlers, wrestlers want to hire wrestlers, we're still looking to hire, we want to hire right? It's like you're looking for other wrestlers to do business with and to hire. So going out to those events, it's a natural progression. Every, everyone who's wrestled, everyone who's coached wrestling, you got a, a family member in the sport, you know, you need to be involved in wrestlers and business in your local chapter and then the national chapter. Oh yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, sponsoring that event, being out there, being one of the front tables, watching uh, the great Joe Savino interview, um, the great Dave Patrick, over at the University of Pennsylvania, I, t I told him, I told Patrick, we saw him last week at the IWA tournament or two weeks ago, that the Patrick Fitness Center, there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be a, um, a gym for athletes, for not athletes, for all the students to work out if it wasn't for him. I remember after my senior year wrestling, bench pressing 300 for the first time in the Patrick Fitness Center. But yeah, like Jeff said, that's a big deal, wrestlers in business. And honestly, the event was too small. It was too, like, there, there was a lot of people. There were probably two, three hundred people. A few hundred people, yeah. A few hundred people but on the room. Needs that's, to be bigger. that's way too small. Remember this in wrestling, most of you, and again, we're always, we're always looking to hire too, and we've worked with Fortune 500 companies. We've worked with AXA Advisors Financial. We've worked with Northwestern Mutual, Mass Mutual, and other businesses and other small businesses across the country, and they're saying they want to hire wrestlers. Well, us in our athletic career, you know, wrestling in order to be successful, you have to be fanatical. You have to be all in. So our vision is like this. We're chasing down that state championship, national championship, Olympic championship. And then you come out and it's like, what are you going to do? Well, what you should be thinking about doing is taking all these great wrestling lessons and applying it now to your, your career, your business goals. So you could set your family up for success. And not just thinking about, remember, you're, you people are so hardcore about wrestling. Start thinking about winning the game of life, which of course means number one, being a, being a great person, dedicating your life fully to God. And also, you know, you're setting yourself up for your career. You should be thinking intergenerational wealth. I wasn't planning on going into this. <laughs> I wasn't planning on going into that. But the point is you're going all in and wrestling. You're thinking about, right? How many people we talk to the parents and they're like, oh, my kids are going to be national champs. I certainly think that. I'm and then we're like, what, what are you going to do after college? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, know what we're going to do after. You're it's like fourth, fifth year in college and you don't know what you're going to do after. And it's not good. And you're thinking about, oh, and, and I'm guilty of it too. I think about, you know, with the, oh, I'm teaching my kids these moves. He's going to learn this from this guy. He's going to learn this from that guy. And there you have wrestlers in business. Some of the richest, the most successful people in, in, in wrestling and business. That room, they should need half the arena of the NCAA is there because all the great wrestling people are there. They should be networking. Set yourself up for life. 
thinking about setting your kids up for life, being highly successful. There's very successful people in the wrestling community, and there's a lot of broke people in the wrestling community. There's a lot of very unsuccessful, very mediocre um, level people. And you shouldn't be thinking like that as a wrestler. You should be thinking about being wildly successful in your in your business career. So to not take advantage of the things that Moyer's putting on and all of the wrestlers, all the wrestlers across the country, uh, these great organizations, you should be out there. I mean, you know, Shame, shame that you're going to just leave it at the sport of wrestling <laughs> yeah. and not think about setting your family up for success. That's mindset. That just means your perspective wasn't good enough. If you're just showing up at the NCAAs and thinking, wow, great, great, big mistake, big mistake. Use it to set you up. Yes, it's entertaining. Yes, you could have fun. Yes, you could socialize. But you better set your family up for success. You better set your family. You better set yourself up for success. Yeah, it's sad to see when somebody's very ambitious for wrestling, but not ambitious for life. Nothing. Or their career goals. That's a sad thing. So it's, again, using the virtue that you've learned in wrestling, apply that to your life. And wrestlers in business is just a great way. It's a, it's a natural progression from any kind of wrestling career into the business world. That's why you see us so fiery about our business. Like, we have our business goals, too. We're trying to help a ton of people out there. You know, the amount of wrestlers we're helping, the amount of teams. And, again, the great, the great love and respect we're getting this weekend with everyone taking pictures with kids and you know, and everything, it's like, but but to say that we're nowhere near where we want to be as far as helping the wrestling community. We want a lot more. Where do we get that from? We got that from wrestling, and now we're and now we're applying that to life. So the wrestlers who are dentists should be the best dentists. The wrestlers who are investors should be the best investors and insurance agents and so on and so forth. Yeah, I think the next thing we're going to look at is uh, we, we saw John Myers. So we've been working with Poway down in Southern California for a couple of years now. One of our great mindset coaches, mindset Mike Moore, is out there working with the team. Former teammate Zach Shanman's coaching there. Mike Mal is over there. We grew up in the same hometown, Edison, New Jersey. They're just doing phenomenal things, and we got to finally meet him in person here. That was awesome. And, and talk about perspective. He's thinking about it right. We see many coaches that they, they'll bring in wrestling mindset. We appreciate that you bring us in and help your team. We could do that. But the teams that have the most success are the coaches that are really bought in and they're engaging with the mindset material too. We're talking to Poway. There's a big difference talking to him than talking to other coaches. Uh, you know, he said that if, if they have their mindset binders, their notebooks, I saw after we posted the video, people are asking where they could get the binders. Get, get a hold of us, mindset at wrestlingmindset.com. We get you all that stuff. But his team, they have their mindset binder. And if they're not doing the work, if they're not completing the worksheets and the mindset exercises, he tells them, you're not taking it serious. You don't want, to ba want it bad enough. And the word he used, I really liked hearing this, he used the same word we always used, imperative. It, it's imperative. It has to be a strategic imperative. When the coach just checks off the boxes, which is what most of the coaches do, unfortunately, they bring us in, and then, and then we talk to the team. The coaches don't listen in on the mindset sessions. And in their mind, okay, we checked off the mindset box. And we could hear, we hear the coaches out there in their interviews they don't sound like how we sound. And that's a shame because they could easily sound the way we're sounding. And then we'd be reinforcing the same message. We're not looking to undermine any coaches. That's crazy. It's like we want to be on the same page. Well, if the coaches aren't on the mindset sessions, if they're not bought in, if they're just checking boxes, they're not going to maximize the program. That's, that's the key. And one of the things we hear a lot of times with, with wrestling mindset, it's like, hey, it's expensive. It's expensive for our team. It's expensive for our kids. It costs a lot of money. We'll ask some of these wrestlers what it costs them to not work on their mindset, see them get rocked and embarrassed in front of all these people, crying and angry and throwing their headgear and, you know, fuming mad and just, you see a lot of these coaches and wrestlers, they're lost. 
So yeah, there's a cost that goes along with mindset training. There's a cost that goes along. There's a heavy cost that goes along with not reaching your goals. Think about some of you and, and, and your goals. I think about it myself. You know, I'm, I'm not certainly not pointing the finger at anyone. That was me too. I didn't capitalize on the mindset services at my, univer at, at my university, which were readily available to us. Um, that stinks. Nowadays, that's, that's garbage that you, don't, that you don't capitalize on. We're telling you exactly what you need to be doing and you're hearing it and it's so prevalent. And all these wrestlers are talking about their mindset. You got Penn State's, uh, you know, an, an off year for them, two for five in the finals. And their, their mindset coach, Bonnie Epstein, travels around with them. She's in the NCAA picture. Go look. They have a traveling sports psychologist full-time for their wrestling team. Perhaps the only one in the country. I could be wrong. Yeah, and, and, and what? 11 of, 11 of the last 13 years, they're national champs, or 10 of the last 12 years? Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, and I, you not, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be us. They're thinking about it right. Their mindset, their mindset is there. They're formally addressing the mental part of the sport on a consistent basis. As a team and individually. Yes. Right? We've learned that they, they meet with her individually. And then as a team, it's got to be both. It can't just be team sessions. It can't just be individual. You know, you want to have that team culture. And then there's just got to be a lot of individual conversations that happens to address everything that's going on up here. Right, Jim. Everyone's getting a lot of reps from here down. Coach uh, Nate Carr said, not enough reps from here up. And you could see the people who are, who are really good, they have a very good perspective and they're working on it. Uh, Jimmy Lawson, MMA fighter, great wrestler. Him, we saw him overtraining at Elite. Shout out to Steve Rivera, coach of um, Seabass, coach father of great Sebastian Rivera of Rutgers. And what, and what, did, what did Lawson say? I asked him in front of the whole camp. I didn't even know how it was going to go. I just brought it up at the, at the practice. I said, you guys have Bonnie Epstein over at Penn State when you were over at Penn State when you were competing. Talk about her involvement a little bit. And, and very serious, very simple. He said, if you were on that team, you were meeting with her often. And that's all he needed to say. That's all I need. That's exactly what we're talking about. You need to formally work on your mindset training, not just some motivational pep talk on the team. Well, look, they got Kale over there. They got Kale over there, Casey Cunningham and, and Cody Sanderson and all the Sanderson brothers, I'm sure, involved in some way, shape or form in the program, along with Olympians. They go to a professional for their mindset training. That's, that, that's great coaches right there. Most, most coaches, they don't handle the lifting for their team. They go to the strength coach. Same thing. You have to work on your mindset. And you see, that's why they're the best year in and year out. That's right. NCAAs, you got to be here next year. Make sure you come out. And again, th thank you for all the love and support, what you do. It's, it, it means the world to us when you come over, you say hello, and you tell us just the great impact that, that our podcasts, our mindset coaches have been having on you, your team, your son, your daughter. Like I said, it, it means the world gets us fired up. That's why we, that's why we do this. Um, watching David Goggins, the Goggins thing yesterday, a short interview, and he's like, "That's that." He's like, "Keep going. That bring that brings joy to my life. Keep talking. That <laughs> that right. brings joy and fulfillment. It is. I mean, you look at it, you're like, "Holy smokes!" I mean, people ask me, "Did you ever see it getting this big?" And I, I, you know, yes, I did see it getting big and a lot bigger than this, and it will get bigger than this. But when you actually hear from people their personal stories, how this helped them um, hunting, how it helped them in wrestling in school. They got deeper in their faith because of because of wrestling mindset, because of the podcast, because of our mindset coaches. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's it really is a dream come true, and we want your dreams to come true. But you got to work on it, and 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 not just a little bit. You need to work on your dreams a lot, and it's got to be holistic. You got to be putting direct work in on your technique, as most of you are. You have to be putting direct work in on your strength training and conditioning, as most of you are. Mindset 
It's the missing link. Anyone can get beat. I don't want to hear that anymore from people when they say this person needs mindset. Oh, my mindset's pretty good right now. That doesn't sound serious to me. That doesn't sound like someone who's really trying to maximize their potential and not only their potential, but seeing the big picture. So make sure you stay with us. You have any questions, anything you'd like us to talk about related to the NCAAs or throughout the year, make sure you send those questions to us. Like, comment, and subscribe to the video. Write some comments. Even if you disagree with us, that bumps up the, the algorithm where we get more views. So make sure you share this, kick this out to everyone because these are important lessons. A lot, of, a lot of judging people that we see going on, a lot of pointing the finger, criticizing, blaming, and complaining, and not enough substance talking about what's actually going on and how it could directly benefit you. You see, what are we talking about? We're talking about not just mindset, but we're also talking about faith. We're talking about improving yourself and your career, setting your family up for su success in the future. It's being the total package. And we, and we have that the greatest opportunity in the sport of wrestling, which is so holistic, so all-encompassing, and promotes all the right virtues if you're looking at it from the right perspective. If not, you keep making the same mistakes. And um, well, that's a shame too. Whether it's wrestling, school, business, or life, mindset makes the difference. We'll see you soon. Thanks for following. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.